Welcome to this week's End of Days update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma, or actually Antarctica. It's like zero degrees. I know the whole country's had a, a huge cold spell. Man, it's freezing. Well, if, if you're anywhere near uh, Bartlett, Tennessee, which is a suburb of Memphis, come join us. We'll be at the Lord's Church this weekend, Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll have a great time. It seems like it's amazing how hungry the churches are for the coming of the Lord. England likes that. He knows that Jesus is coming soon. Gosh, so many things are happening in Israel this week. We'll try to go through all of them because we're, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war because the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So if we can look at what happens uh, literally just after the rapture, it really tells us we have just a short amount of time left. So many things are flawlessly coming to pass with the nations that are involved in the Ezekiel 38 war. It's pretty pretty intriguing. And th this is the amazing part is uh, that it's set up so perfectly. God's amazing how He's done this. So we, we're at the best time ever at the end of the church age. This is, I know it's crazy in the earth right now, but man, this is the hour for the church to sign. We get to finish off the book of Acts in Jesus' style. So people don't see tradition, they don't see religion, they see Him, the King, high and lifted up. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel this week. Wow, lots of things. The biggest thing probably was uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, and Benjamin Gantz, the Defense Minister, were both in a meeting Sunday, got called out of the meeting, because Israel did a massive missile strike on the southern part of Damascus, just outside of Damascus. What they hit? Another massive cache of missiles coming from Iran down into Syria, making their way toward uh, Lebanon so that they can fire at Israel. Now think of how radical this would be. Remember when Russia put missiles in Cuba? And remember the, the Cuban Missile Crisis? So what did America have to do? America had to put a, a naval blockade to stop those missiles from getting so close. So Israel basically is doing a missile blockade <coughs> Uh, to shut Iran down because it's a uh, the the sophistication of the missiles. You know, we don't talk about it a lot because it's all in the Jerusalem Post and all these other areas. But North Korea is giving them really specific uh, guidance systems that they can fire right at Israel. So uh, we'll get into a little bit of that more about what Hezbollah said. Nasrallah, the head of Hezbollah, said he said Israel's going to see things they've never seen before. So Israel's having to literally preemptively strike. Why? Because Iran said they're not going to abide by any accord. The International Atomic Energy Agency, which I talked about the last couple of weeks, came out saying that Iran's basically blowing them off. Iran threatened that agency this week, which was absolutely crazy. So you have Iran saying they're not going to abide by any of the rules, and then they're threatening uh, the International Atomic Energy Agency, and then they're continuing to have uh, missiles hauled down into uh, literally on Israel's next door. So with that, Israel did a massive... Uh, you can call it kind of a preemptive uh, measure to an exercise uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week doing. Uh, it's really cool sending. This is what the paper said. The Jerusalem Post said Israel sends uh, Hezbollah a message hitting 3,000 targets in one 24-hour period trying to show Hezbollah, if you mess with us, look, this is where we're going to retaliate like this. Because the last war with Lebanon, Israel didn't really go full force into it and it was just a mess. But they're showing, look, we, we mean business this time. So a lot's happening on that front. Then you had Turkey doing an exercise, <laughs> went into northern Iraq with an attack, which they said was on uh, people that were fighting against them. Really, it was on domestic issues. And some civilians got killed. They said terrorists did it. And I love how several leaders of the world came against Erdogan saying, you can't say that. That's crazy because it wasn't uh, it wasn't terrorists. It was you that were doing this. And notice how Turkey systematically working its way completely around Israel like that. Pretty wild. Uh, 
kind of almost what, when I originally started the end of days update, the Lord said, pay attention to Turkey, because they're going to be the ringleader of pulling Iran and Russia down on Israel. Why is that a big deal? Now, this is what's getting ready to happen. This is specifically clear in the Bible, because people think, well, the church has to be here during the tribulation. No, what's getting ready to happen was Gabriel told Daniel that God gave them 490 years, but he said Jesus is going to come after 483. So God owes them seven years of old covenant time. He owes them seven years. So you're seeing the setup for that seven-year period called the tribulation, which all this is going to happen. You're going to have Russia with Iran and, and with Turkey come right down on Israel, and God's going to intervene. In this dispensation, He doesn't intervene because the church has authority. But the church is about to be taken off the earth because the Bible calls that time of Jacob's trouble where God's going to deal with Israel and Jerusalem, not the church. So with us watching the setup for that, man, it's supernaturally exciting because we're about to see Jesus. I mean, you got an earthquake in Japan this last week, a massive one, 7.1 on the Richter scale, you got an earthquake in Papua New Guinea. And if you got into everything that was happening with Turkey and with Iran, so much stuff is going on behind the scenes that it's hard to even get into it. It's page after page after page that it's just exciting because we're about to see Jesus. So we have a lot to do in a short period of time. So in the midst of all this that's literally blatant right in front of our eyes, what do we do? We, 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 we go to the signs and we go, man, how can we tell how close we are? The Bible is super specific about signs of the second coming. Number one, Jerusalem won back. Number two, Israel made a nation. Jesus said the generation that sees those two won't pass away to all fulfilled. But then you got all these others that are so blatant. You got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. That's Lamentations 5.18. You had the, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had the Sea of Galilee fill up with water. You had the Dead Sea have fish show up this last year. I mean, prophecies that are thousands of years old, all of a sudden you're living in that sliver of time where they're coming to pass. You have 172 different species of predatory birds showing up on the land. That's absolutely amazing. So you got nature in position, you got Russia in position, you got Iran in position, and you you got uh, all these nations that are listed in the the, the group that's going to come down on Israel completely in position. So after that, you got men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. So you have tons of signs of the second coming, but then you go to signals because the Bible said that the planets would be for signals for us, not just signs. That the Bible talks about God shows His glory. In the heavens. So you have blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, uh, four in a row. And NASA called it a tetrad. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. England's getting more and more excited. I need to give him a microphone. When you talk about Jerusalem being won back and Israel being made a nation, but then you've got all those happening uh, with uh, exactly on those dates, four blood red moons, Passover and Tabernacles on those dates, and when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So absolutely amazing. Then you had Bethlehem Star this last year, first time in 2,000 years. You had Mercury do a flyby of the sun, went down directly over the Temple Mount at sundown. Planets formed a sickle, the moon formed a sickle. Orion changed his instrument to hammer. You had hammer and sickle on the same day. That's Russia's symbol. God's showing Israel you're about ready to go through the threshing floor. Just as Enoch handed off to Noah, Elijah handed off to Elisha, Jesus handed off to the church, the church is about to hand off to the Jews. So we're going to have a 
We'll finish off the book of Acts, but there's about to be a spirit of supplication come upon that nation because the king's about to come back. And Jesus is going to present himself just like Joseph. He'll present himself to his brethren. Wow, everything that's happening right now is a setup for that because Jesus is getting ready to come back. Man, whatever you need to do, get your relationship white hot with him. Help your local church. Help your local pastor. Have the zeal of God be in you to where you run your race and you accelerate. It's not about an escape theology. It's about seeing the finish line and you run faster. Wow, we have a lot to do. Aren't we blessed to all of a sudden see him face to face? Remember, he said, when you see these things, lift up your heads. Your redemption is about to draw an eye. So he doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you excited. He wants you filled with strength. All of this information is because he loves you so much. He wants to bless you. And wants to encourage you. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU and we'll see you next week. One love to